0: what is going on everybody welcome in to the Annie up podcast i'm howard bender with me of course john and pemba is uh we just finished watching one of the more disappointing thursday night games a uh, game that was supposed to smash for fantasy <clears throat> just did not deliver here john though the under comes through and uh and the falcons with the points uh that's the uh that's the bet for the night
1: it was. And it seemed like a lot of people were on the Falcons given how the spread started off. Uh is Carolina minus three. And by the time kickoff, I think they were minus one. So a lot of money going in there on uh, uh on Atlanta in that one. Uh
0: well, we are moving past that. We are done, we are over.
1: Sorry, folks. It's just
0: it's been there that since of the game.
1: About. Yeah, there wasn't much to talk about. You if you had Julio Jones, you had a nice night. If you had Todd Gurley, you were saved by the touchdown at the end. That's about
0: it. Yeah. And if you had Calvin Ridley, well, you just got screwed out of uh, more of your fantasy season. Sure,
1: so I did have Curtis Samuel as my captain tonight.
0: That's always nice. That's always nice. We talked about that on the Fantasy Alarm Show. Uh, Jen bet him, uh t- plus 2,200 to score first. Wow. Not bad, right? Not that bad is- at all.
1: That's not bad.
0: <laughs> um, And I had him in uh, in my big money league. I just activated him today. So that felt good. That aspect of it, the rest of the game absolutely sucked. So, what John and I are going to do here, as we do every single Thursday night, we get you guys primed and ready here on a Friday with our picks uh, against the spread, and uh, and we'd like to do it nice and quickly here. Uh, get through it, waste no time. Uh, give you the analysis, and uh, and let's just kick it off right now. Yeah. Minnesota, John, uh, they're on the road visiting Green Bay. Uh, Plus six for the Vikings here. That's actually my lean. I think they they run hard with Dalvin Cook. Uh, If Cook needs a little breather, I think they run hard with Madison. That is the way to beat the Packers. We saw the Vikings do this when they took on Seattle. Simply put, I think it's just too close of a game to have a six-point spread here, given the the fact that Minnesota wants to uh, just kind of control that clock.
1: Yeah, I mean, well... I mean they definitely want to control the clock here, but are they gonna have that ability? I mean, the Green Bay is scoring points, they're gonna to have to they're gonna to have to pass with them. Uh, you know, I understand that Cook's back and, and whatnot, but I'm gonna go with Green Bay at home here. I don't think the Vikings are, are, are really that good. Um, you know, Jair Alexander I think is in a lockdown, either Thielen or Jefferson. Um, and it's kind gonna of really make, you know, the Vikings a little bit more one dimensional. Uh well, I think Green Bay uh, is shown the ability to even insert Jamal Williams and for Aaron Jones and be just successful on the ground and in the passing game using the running backs. Then, of course, they had Devontae Adams. They could also have Alan Lazard back. He's not practiced two straight days, already been designated to return from IR. Uh So Packers get a healthier home and go Packers minus six here.
0: All right, beautiful. On opposite sides already, Tennessee taking on Cincinnati. Uh, the Titans are laying five and a half here on the road. Uh, I'm going to take the Tennessee Titans here. I think the easiest uh, play in the world is just to give the ball to Derrick Henry and let him run wild. Uh, and I th- I just don't see Cincinnati having the, uh, the firepower to really just kind of to stop him on defense. Uh, and then, you know, that's just going to open things up uh, on them even more. Ryan Tannehill can have himself uh, a decent day. So, yeah, I'll take the Titans. I'll lay the five
1: and a half. Yeah, I agree with you. I think the Titans here get it. It's not that I don't like Cincy, and the Titans' pass defense has not been good. And we know Bardo's going to throw a ton here, but I agree with you. I think it's just going to be too much for the Bengals to hang on. Uh, Rams visiting the
0: Dolphins. This one's a head-scratcher here. It's only – Dolphins are only getting three and a half. They're at home. It is the debut of Tua Tungavaloa And, uh, and oh, the question is that? is – What's that? Have you been practicing that? I have been practicing that. That's, Pretty good, huh? It is
1: good. Thank
0: you. <laughs> uh, but the I mean, listen, the real question is is John, is what what do you expect out of this Miami offense right now? Like I have I have no clue. I've got no read on the game just because I don't know uh what to expect there. I can look at the Rams and say, okay, I know what to expect from the Rams. So I mean, I, I my lean is to to take them and and lay the three and a half. But I mean, it's two. He's
1: at home. I mean, I just this game here for me is a, is a loss. I'm gonna go with Miami with the three and a half because they're coming out of a bye. Um, I really don't think the Rams are honestly that good of a football team. I know that they have a, a solid defense and they just beat the Bears. Um, but I mean, if we think the Bears are also sort of pretenders here, the Rams. You know, I mean, they they play who's on their schedule, right? But their wins uh, until that Bears game have come only against the NFC East. They had only beaten the NFC East. And then they beat a Bears team, which, again, many people feel is overrated. I think the Dolphins having the week to prepare, having the week to run the offense with Tua. um, I think they're going to come out of this one. I'm going to take the three and a half. All right uh jets chiefs
0: <laughs> chiefs laying 19 and a half at home that's to the a new york jets of
1: points <laughs> it, it's,
0: it's see that's the problem i mean i i mean i i think that that kansas city obviously throttles them i i think that you know this game is very easily a, a 31 34 to nothing kind of a situation but you know for the same token also I mean, 19 and a half is just so much to lay there. So, you know, considering the Jets uh, did a, at least a half-decent job and managed to cover the spread against Buffalo, whose offense is not as potent as that of the Chiefs, 19 and a half is just too much. I mean, I, as much as I want to take the Chiefs, I'm going to have to pick the Jets.
1: Well, I'll take the Chiefs for you, Howard. Uh, I, I think, appreciate that. I think this is very easily a three-touchdown game. The Chiefs easily. Easily. The Chiefs, the Chiefs defense has actually been pretty solid. The Jets are going to be on the road in this one. Kansas City does actually have fans in their stands. Um, you know, for whatever thousands of people that actually impacts um yeah you don't I'm even you. you don't even you don't even need to to go
0: into the analysis child I want to take the chiefs too. I just physically cannot do it. that's fine. That's maybe fine. it's my jets fandom but the bottom line is the chiefs are just gonna mop the floor with them it's it's not even gonna be it's not gonna be pretty
1: yeah I,
0: I, I think I agree with you. all right great. let's move on then Steelers Ravens a much better game much better matchup. uh Steelers are getting four on the road. Uh, If you guys caught the wager alarm live stream at all with uh, with me and Craig Mish and John, you were producing that uh, Mish basically went through and I think he rattled off probably like the last I'd say six or seven games between these two teams. Now, obviously, different personnel and it's Lamar Jackson now, but these games have traditionally been close and been, uh, you know, relatively like a field goal away. I'm going to take the Steelers. I'm going to take the points, even though the Ravens are coming off the buy. And teams coming off the buy are doing really, really well. I just, I think that the Steelers are, uh, I think they're moving forward. I think they're doing well, and I think that they're riding
1: this wave right now of uh, of being the only undefeated team. I, I'm going to go ahead and take the Steelers as well. I like that Yannick Johnson is at least looking like he's going to play in this one. This adds another layer. Uh, to what Baltimore is going to have to deal with in this one. So, uh, and, and Lamar though they're coming out of a bye. Lamar Jackson last uh, three, of the last four games under a sixty percent completion percentage. So uh, he's regressing a little bit in the, in the throwing department, uh, missing his receivers, and they could. I think they're without Ingram in this game too. Um, so I'm going to go steal it as well. All right, well let's continue then. Raiders uh,
0: visiting the Browns. Raiders are getting t- two and a half. Um, you know, this is, a, is another weird one here. I'm a huge, you know, I've been all in on the Browns because of their system and I love what they're doing. They did give uh, 18 carries to, to Kareem hunt, uh, last week, which I actually really liked. And that's the way that you beat the the Raiders is that you just, you have to run on them. Um, you know, I think that Kareem hunt needs a lot of work, uh, good volume there. I'm, I'm okay with them losing OBJ. I, I really am. I don't think Uh, You know, I I think it it makes it a little easier for Baker not to have to make OBJ his first look all the time. Uh, You know, not, you know, the the pressure of, you know, you got to feed this guy the ball. Otherwise, he's going to become, you know, this cantankerous pain in the ass in the locker room. Uh, So I'm going to stay with the Browns. I just I, I, I like what the offense is doing for the Raiders, but their defense is just so atrocious. I'll take the Browns. I'll lay the two and a half.
1: I'm gonna go the opposite of you. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with uh the Raiders here. Um I like how Carr has been throwing the football. We just saw that Burrow was able to throw uh all over the Browns defense here. And while I agree with you that the Raiders defense hasn't been great, uh, I think they're better than than the Bengals are. So I'm gonna go ahead and take Cleveland. I mean take uh take Las Vegas here. See, you almost
0: wanted to take Cleveland right there, John. You should have just done it. Jumped nope, on the
1: bandwagon. i doing it. Not doing
0: it. Patriots, Buffalo, Buffalo at home. They're laying four. I, I don't particularly like the Bills and what I've seen from their offense over the last couple of weeks. Um, I mean, I hate what's what we're seeing with the Patriots here, but Buffalo's been a little on the disappointing side. I think this could end up being like a real low-scoring game. I think Belichick has the ability uh, to defend against Josh Allen and their weaponry. Um, you know they don't. Buffalo doesn't rely on the run like they should. I'll just I'll take the points here and think that this is going to be uh, a super close game.
1: Yeah, that's a mistake. Buffalo's going to roll. <laughs> Patriots are awful. They're, the Sevon Gilmore, I don't think is going to play because the Patriots are trying to trade him and don't want to risk injuring him. Uh, They just put. Other, yeah, but know. they've been. Yeah, they've been without him for a little while now. Gilmore, no. Gilmore's played the last couple games. Has He's he? I been... thought he was uh, on no. the COVID list. No, no, no! He got activated the same day Newton got activated. Oh. they've just been that bad. That hour. bad,
0: huh? Yeah. All right, you can have your. You, you can take the bills. That's I fine.
1: Will. I will. Patriots suck.
0: <laughs> Colts, Lions, Lions are at home. They're getting three points. I know that the Lions defense is bad and I know that their run defense isn't that great. And they really they needed basically they needed a Todd Gurley mistake to win. But can I in good conscience take the Colts even coming off the bye week? Yeah, maybe I could coming off the bye week. That's what
1: I'm doing. I'm they could be getting Pittman back. That's a possibility. Jonathan Taylor's well rested. I think that's the key point. I think coming out of the bye, they're going to scheme here for Taylor. It's a bad if you're if you know you have the Lions and how bad their run defense is coming up, coming out of a bye, and you haven't spent the last two weeks just scheming run plays for Jonathan Taylor, then you know you're a bigger idiot than we thought. There you go.
0: So we're both taking the Colts and we're laying the three points. Those are the morning games. Those are the early. That's the early slate for you. Uh, before John and I continue with the rest of the late games, I just want to say a quick shout-out to our sponsor, Monkey Knife Fight, uh, and tell you why that this is the DFS site you need to be playing on. Do you like to play daily fantasy sports? Then you need to check out MonkeyKnifeFight.com. MonkeyKnifeFight.com is the fastest-growing daily fantasy site in the world because MonkeyKnifeFight.com is different than the other daily fantasy sites. That's because on MonkeyKnifeFight.com, there are no salary caps and you don't have to play against sharks, which means anyone has a chance at winning, even you, Adam, even you. Uh, MonkeyKnifeFight.com has tons of fun daily contests in all the sports you love, baseball, basketball, hockey, golf, UFC, NASCAR, WNBA, and eSports, too. Monkey Knife Fight has it all. You know what else MonkeyKnifeFight.com has? How about a free $5 game for you for just for signing up. And if you use the promo code ANTEUP, one word, A N T E U P, you will have your first deposit matched instantly up to 50 bucks. With a name like monkeyknifefight.com, you can be pretty certain you know what you're going to be getting when you sign up to play. Monkeys and knives and fights and sports. Sign up and play today at monkeyknifefight.com. Play play MKFing win. State and age restrictions apply. See site for full terms and restrictions. So that's how we uh, pay the bills. All right, John, let's hit the, uh, the the afternoon games. Chargers, Broncos. Again, this is a funny one that Mish and I go back and forth with on the uh, Wager Alarm podcast or live stream, whatever the hell it is. Some sort of medium that you can hear us. In this <laughs> case, you can see us too. He loves the Broncos and just a dirty, disgusting game. I just can't do it. I really can't do it. I don't like what we've seen with the offense. Uh, I know that, you know, Melvin Gordon uh, is going to be probably run hard in this one here against the Chargers, but man, I just, I don't necessarily know if it was just a bad game for the Chargers D like overconfident with, uh, with what they did last week with the, with the, uh, the Jaguars. But, man, this Denver offense frustrates me to no end. I'm going against uh, what Mish and I have talked about here. I'm going to just take the Chargers and lay the three and a half.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and agree with you there. I think I think this is a Chargers game as well. I do like Melvin Gordon uh, for DFS this week. I think this is a good spot to use him, assuming Lindsay remains out. But uh, I think, ultimately, the uh, Chargers offense just just too much.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Sorry, Mish.
1: Denver can't keep kicking field goals, man. They got to they gotta score eventually.
0: <laughs> Brandon McManus, young Hoku, and uh, who did it last week? Who was, it, who was the sixth, sixth field goal last week? I forget. Oh, so gross. So gross. 49ers, Seahawks. Seahawks at home. They're laying three. And – the 49ers, I, I don't know what to make of this backfield. Uh, you know, we've been held in the dark. John, you and I were on the uh, Fantasy Alarm show on Wednesday. We complained about the, I complained about the beat writers. Uh, lo and behold, then, if you uh, listen to today's show, the Thursday show from Fantasy Alarm, I threw a penalty flag because another beat writer for the 49ers turned around and said that, yeah, the uh, the, the uh, Shanahan was getting on the and the PR department was. Was getting on the uh, on the beat writers to not talk about Jamichael Hasty because they wanted to keep him a secret.
1: <sighs> Gross, right? Absolutely Nits.
0: disgusting. It is like as if to as if as if my point needed further illustration. Like literally that tweet from uh, oh, what was her name, Jennifer Chan, I think it is. Uh, I mean, it was like literally. Uh An hour after uh, the, the show aired and, and everybody heard my flag, this this woman tweeted that out. Disgusting. <laughs> uh-huh. Disgusting.
1: Uh, T- Tyler Bass had six field goals last week. Tyler
0: Bass. There it is. We love the six field goal, man. So anyway, Niners on the road with Seattle. I'll just take Seattle. I'll back Russell Wilson. I'll lay three. I don't, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't even, there's just so much disappointment about the 49ers. And again, Debo Samuel's out. It's really going to kind of hinge, to be perfectly honest, it's going to hinge on Jamal Adams. Can I say this, John? If Jamal Adams is in, then I'll take the Seahawks. But if Jamal Adams is out, I'll take the
1: 49ers and the points. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think if Adams is out, then, I mean, they're going to really struggle covering Kittle. So I'm with you on that one. I, I like Seattle um, you know, ahead of time there if Adams is in. But, yeah, I, I'll I'll back you on that call. All right, Saints-Bears in Chicago. I still don't
0: understand why this line is only four and a half. The Saints are giving four and a half. I mean, it just that feels like that sucker bet, you know, when they're just saying, you know, take the Saints, take the Saints. Come on, it's just a touchdown game? Please, how easy is that? And suddenly then the Bears defense shows up. And uh, Thomas did return to practice today, though. Michael Thomas did return to practice today. Absolutely. Is that enough to just lock you down and take the Saints minus four and a half? I think so. If he plays. If he play, okay. If he, if he plays, take the Saints, lay the four and a half. If
1: he doesn't play. I'm still probably going to take the Saints. Because the only way. The I mean, Allen Robinson's in concussion protocol for the Bears. You can't run the football against the Saints. So, I don't know how effective. Even though Montgomery's not effective anyways. But how much effective he can be. Again, that matchup. So I would, I'm still going Saints just overall, but it would just sort of like uh, solidify if Thomas is active.
0: Yeah, that just makes me want to take the Bears even more now. <laughs> Sunday night game, Dallas Cowboys. Oh, wow. This line has already jumped up to nine. Eagles by nine at home against Dallas. I mean, with Danucci at at quarterback, I mean, do we really see the the Cowboys making this move? Do we see the Cowboys offensive line fighting off the Eagles front seven? I don't think so, John.
1: I'm going to take the Eagles. I'm going to lay the points. This is going to be an ugly one. Oh, yeah. This is good. This is going to be awful. And guess what? Another primetime game. How come they can't flex this one out for us if they could do it uh, the other day with the COVID concerns? And they gave us a really good Sunday night football game with Arizona and Seattle. Why are they making us watch Dallas and Philadelphia? They were originally. I thought they were originally
0: going to uh, get the uh, Steelers Ravens for the night game. I couldn't believe that they uh, that they didn't. So
1: I, I don't know why they couldn't. If they had the ability to flip it due to the COVID concerns, give us a good game. Instead, we're going to watch the Eagles, who don't play good football, beat up on the Cowboys, who are atrocious. So well, primetime Monday, not much better.
0: Tampa Bay uh, against the Giants. Uh, this one's now it's jumped from ten and a half earlier in the day. Uh, to closing out Thursday night at Tampa Bay minus 12. That's, that's a lot of points. That's a lot of points, but it's a good defense. Uh, And you know what I've gone mission. I have gone with home dogs uh, the last couple of weeks and it has not played out. It has not worked. So, I mean, how do I not just turn around and say Tampa Bay lay the points uh, as opposed to banking on the giants?
1: No, I'm with you. I mean, I understand that the you know, the Giants got Shepard back and it definitely adds an, uh, an additional weapon to their offense passing the ball-wise, but, I mean, yeah, that front seven, Daniel Jones, just, yeah, it's going to be a bloodbath there too. I think, I think that's an easy two-plus touchdown win for Tampa. There you go,
0: and that's going to do it. Those are the games for Week 8. Uh, big thanks to all of you guys for tuning in. Best of luck to you and all your bets. Crush it. We'll do our same. Uh, You can check out uh, John's Best Bets uh, at wageralarm.com. You can also catch me on the Saturday night live stream at uh, wageralarm.com as well uh, when Craig Mish and I give our picks for the Westgate Super Contest. It's going to do it for us here tonight on Anti Up. For John and Pemba, I'm Howard Bender. We'll catch you next time.